Well, uh, I want to share a little bit um, about strengthening yourself in the Lord. And um, Bill Johnson has very kindly and graciously, through uh, Amazon, released uh, his his book that's entitled Strengthen Yourself in the Lord. And he's released it free of charge uh, for, for download on Kindle. And uh, I just want to encourage you, if you haven't read that book, it's an absolutely brilliant um, encouragement to you at this time. And um, so I'm just going to be using a little bit of the, the thoughts that come out of uh, that particular encouragement. And uh, it comes from the story of David. And this is before he's king. He's been in hiding from Saul. He's got a band of about 600 guys that are with him. And um, he'd been over across in the Philist uh, Philistine uh, camp. And uh, he'd gone and sought refuge there. And um, had uh, when there was now a war that had been proclaimed between Israel and the Philistines, he was not allowed to fight with them. So he went back to his place called uh, Ziklag. And you'll find the story in 1 Samuel chapter 30. It says, David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and they burned it. And they had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but they carried them off as they went on their way. Now when David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire and their wives and sons and daughters had been taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. <laughs> that is hectic weeping, eh guys? Now David's two wives had been captured, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal uh, of Carmel. So David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. And so the big takeout here is that even if we're facing just enormous challenges and things are going wrong, things have been robbed from us and there's criticism. Uh, the, it's not just the things circumstantially, but emotionally and our support structures are actually crumbling. Um, the place that we need to turn to is the Lord. And so David shows us here that no matter what the circumstances are, no matter how difficult it is, or how down you are, the place where you're going to find your strength is going to be in the Lord. It's not in the latest, you know, um, uh, forecast, whether it be about the economy or the virus or whatever it is. It's not in the latest self-help books. Uh, it, it's not in trying to will yourself into a better mind frame. It is in the Lord. And so when we come to that place of recognizing that we can find our strength in nothing else but in the Lord, that's going to be the turning point for us. That we actually need to lift our eyes off of circumstances and every other um, pieces of, of good advice that well-meaning people and humanists and all the rest of it want to try and give to us. We need to be tuned in by the Spirit into the heart of our Father. And as we turn to Him, we will find that in His presence... There's fullness of joy and there's peace and he's the God of all hope. And so we will find our strength when we turn to the Lord, not to anything else. 
So then after that, David then inquired of the Lord if they should go um, and they should pursue their, their enemies. And in this particular story, uh, the Lord speaks very clearly and he says, go after them. So 600 of the guys, they take off. Now listen, they've, they've just been coming back three days march from the Philistine camp. Then the, discover this devastating news and everything they've got has been burnt. And their families have been carried off. They, they're weeping until they've got no more strength to weep. Now they head off on a raiding party, these 600 guys. They get to a certain point at the river there and 200 of them are just absolutely muchgeplugh and they can't cross over. So they stay behind and then 400 of these guys carry on and then they go and they overtake and they pursue the Amalekites and they recover everything that had been taken. There was nothing missing. No one was lost. No one was killed. Uh, all their goods that were recovered. Not only that, but they were able to recover all the plunder that the Amalekites had taken on the on the other parts of their, their raiding tour. And so um, David and his fighting men recovered way more than what they'd lost. So this place of devastation, this crisis had actually resulted in an increase that came back to them because they chose not to just wallow in their place of weeping, but as David turned to the Lord, he got strengthened in the Lord, inquired of the Lord what they should do. And so this crisis actually turned out to be a situation of increase for them and for their families. So when they came back, the 200 guys who'd been waiting behind with the supplies, who didn't have enough strength to cross over the river and carry on with the battle, they also, because of a decree that David made, they also were entitled to receive some of the plunder. And then not only were, did they receive, but when David got back to Siglag with all of the, the, uh, the warriors and their families and, and all of their stuff, they retrieved their flocks and their herds and so on. But there was so much stuff that David was able to send out a blessing and to send out a gift. And it mentions 13 other cities and towns that received a benefit as well as in the smaller places where David and, and his men had been camping in this time of, of, of being refugees. And so there was an enormous outpouring of favor and blessing, not just on David and his gang, but they in turn were able to bless so many others because of the increase that they received through getting all of the plunder. So what's the takeout for us today? In this time of crisis, so many people are weeping and they're getting down and distraught and there's, there's basically all strength is gone. Hope is gone. This is a time where we turn our eyes to the Lord. When we, we're wondering about our finances, we're wondering about our budgets, we're wondering about our jobs, we, we're wondering about the economy, what's going to happen. And there's so many negative predictions out there. I, I want to say we want to declare and we want to prophesy the exact opposite. We want to declare and prophesy that good things, innovations are coming out of this. Uh, folks, again, uh, even after what I shared on uh, Sunday morning, somebody else contacted me about how the, they've been seeking the Lord based on, on what we've been, been, been prophesying. 
They asked the Lord to give them a new innovative way to tackle their particular industry. And they've been on cutting edge stuff for a bunch of years. And the Lord has released a completely new innovation and an approach that nobody else in the entire industry is doing. And this is going to set them in a completely different category, head and shoulders above anyone else in terms of their business. Folks, God is doing this. This is not just airy-fairy wishful thinking. This is the promise of the Lord. This is what He's been laying in our hearts. This is what we've been declaring. And as we trust in Him and we pray into this, God is faithful. Call to me and I will answer you and I will show you unsearchable things. Things you did not know. God is going to give things by revelation. It's His heart and His desire to actually turn this crisis into a time where we actually leap forward. Come on, guys. It's a leap year. God wants us to leap forward. It's a time for kingdom advance. It's a time for us as the children of God to rise up like Malachi chapter 3. That once again there will be this distinction between those who fear the Lord and those who do not. And the distinction is going to be seen that there's going to be favor and there's going to be blessing that's poured out on the king's kids. Right? So let's, from this point of, of believing that the Lord is going to do good things, the favor and blessing and anointing and increase is going to come on us. Now we want to pray jobs and better jobs. We want to ask the Lord that we would have work to do. It's a shutdown, lockdown, not a lot of stuff going on in terms of physical stuff out there. But this is where we can get retooled on the inside that we can get onto a better platform, a stronger foundation that we might be able to improve and increase in what we're going to be doing on the other side of this. So Lord, we do pray right now for jobs and better jobs. We thank you, Lord, that you have got things prepared in advance, good works that have been prepared in advance for us to do and to step into. So we say thank you, Lord, that you are aligning our hearts, you're aligning our thoughts, you're putting dreams and visions inside of us, you're giving us new ideas, you're calling us to new things. Thank you, Lord, that we are being upskilled in this time. Thank you that this is an opportunity to come aside and to do some research, to do some training, to do online courses that might upskill ourselves. Thank you, Lord, that you have purposed this time for us to get ahead and to rise up. That this is not a time to be downcast and not a time to, to uh, wallow in a woe is me mentality. And so, Lord, we thank you for this great example of David, that as he turned his heart and he strengthened himself in you, that we too can turn and find our strength in you. No matter who is around us weeping and wailing and who is spreading negativity and even support structures around us that might be crumbling. But our hope and our strength is in you, Lord. So Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you would come and you would meet each one who's watching right now. That you would strengthen, that there would be an impartation. Just receive it right now. Just release an impartation by the power of the Spirit 
deep into your innermost being that the God of all hope would cause courage and boldness and a strength to come onto the inside of you, that you would rise up, that you would lift up your head. He is the lifter of your head, that your strength would come from the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are comforting us right now. You are the comforter and you are causing great strength and comfort to come into our hearts. Thank you that you're touching us. You're touching our mind. You're touching our will. You're touching our emotions. Thank you that you're touching us physically, that you're causing an, a, a dunamis, a power that is of the Spirit to crank up on the inside of us. You're causing fires to be lit on the inside of us that we might rise up and that we might have great hope. Thank you, Lord, that from this place of looking to you, this place of strength, that you are able to give to us the keys that are going to unlock bigger doors. Thank you, Lord, that as, as small doors close, so bigger doors open for us. We thank you, Lord, for greater opportunity. We thank you for increase, and we thank you for acceleration. We praise you, Lord, that you put it in our hearts to succeed. You've put it in our hearts that we might step forward into the double portion. And so we agree now by the power of the Spirit that what you have declared, what you have intended for us is coming about. It's on the horizon and it is rushing towards us. Thank you, Lord, that blessings overtake us. Thank you, Lord, that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. Thank you that this is your word to us. This is your promise. And so now we begin to pray also for small businesses. We're praying for entrepreneurs. We're praying, Lord, that uh, there would be strategic alliances would be formed. That old alliances that we're only able to take us so far as they fade away from us, that you bring us new contracts, new alliances. We thank you, Lord, for new partnerships that as we come out of this lockdown, that there is an acceleration. We thank you, Lord, that you have already put in place partners who will come alongside us that will release the finances that we can start up. So we say thank you, Lord, for many startups and that as we take our, our previous shell, we, we have the chassis, but we can build on that and we can move forward with acceleration and that as we start it up again, we start up our engines. We thank you, Lord, that there's a more efficient fuel that's coming into the engine that's going to accelerate us and take us forward. Thank you for that. Lord, I wanted us to pray for our pensioners who are watching the stock market uh, just floundering and, and so much uh, uncertainty because of the lowering of interest rates. We thank you, Lord. For the promise that says, even to old age, the righteous will not be forsaken. They will not be begging for bread. I thank you, Lord, for the testimony of my parents, who you have caused them to be taken care of. And they are, are in a better place than they were in their younger years. So we say thank you, Lord, that you cause us to actually step into your protection and your provision all the days of our lives. 
So Lord, I, I just want to ask that for those who are receiving pension right now, that you would speak a word of peace to their hearts, that they would know that no one is left behind, that you care for them, and that you never run out. No one will outlive your provision. So we declare that our, uh, our valued and honored senior citizens, that they would get the priority, that they would receive blessing, that they would receive favor, that you would care for them. Lord, would you, would you cause gifts and surprises to come their way? We're asking, Lord, that you would also stir up faith within their hearts and that as they give themselves to pray and to intercede for the younger generations and for the church and for this nation, we thank you, Lord, for, for our, our senior citizens who are tremendous warriors in the spirit, that they would bring great victory in the name of the Lord through their prayers and that, that they would see your manner being provided for them on a daily basis. So we just bless our senior citizens and our pensioners. The Lord is our provider. Ebenezer, thus far, he has blessed us and taken care of us. Folks, he's not failed you to this point, And he's not about to start failing you now. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. I bless you for, with that. We also want to pray for ministry finances. Um, I was on a call with a number of church leaders this morning and we were involved in this Kingdom Valley Lean project and uh, wanting to take care of those who are um, hungry in this uh, area from the highway right up to uh, Mildersdrift and Michalisburg and uh, along this mountain ridge and up this valley here. And uh, already generosity just from the, the churches around here uh, in this area, over 100,000 rands has just come in in the last few days. And, uh, and we just know that this is just the tip of the iceberg is going to increase. And uh, we're going to uh, be sharing uh, by the end of the week some new ways in which we're going to be doing this. And we need to be very careful and strategic. We've heard of some reports of people who've just taken a chance and gone in there without the proper care and, and uh, they were um, vandalized. And, and so we, we just need to ensure that we're doing things with wisdom. But at this point, we're raising the finances for it. And so we say, thank you, Lord, that there is more than enough, that you are the God of more than enough. And thank you that um, even as the, the boy came with his five loaves and two fish, it's what he had and it could have been his lunch. But because he, he released it to you, you were able to bring about an enormous multiplication that fed thousands. And so we say, thank you, Lord, that thousands are going to be fed. Even with the little that we're able to bring, you cause a multiplication of ministry finances and many will be blessed and many will be fed in this area, in this region. We say, thank you, Lord, for the great testimonies that will yet come because your church is rising up, taking hands together in unity and in harmony and to see your love impacting. And so we say, thank you, Lord, many lives being touched, many being fed in your name. 
Thank you, Lord, that light is shining in this darkness and, uh, and that light always overcomes the darkness. Hallelujah. So just the, the uh, last couple of things I want to pray into. just want to pray for the miraculous cancellation of your debt. And we want to pray for the restoration of wealth. Yeah. Uh, just so many stories uh, written in the Bible. Not just stories, but uh, we have these biblical examples of people's lives being changed and turned around when their debts were written off and being cancelled. And so we know that our God is able. And so I want you to just extend your faith with mine. That whatever it is that you owe, that there would be a favorable uh, intervention supernaturally that your debt would be uh, reduced and that the Lord would give you the ability to get out from under that debt. So thank you, Father, that you are a good Father and that you want us to walk in your provision. That we don't want to be living indebted and in bondage. And so we're asking, Lord, that you would intervene in our individual finances in a powerful way. We're asking, Lord, that debts would be cancelled. That there would be a favorable heart extended from those that we're indebted to. That they would reach out to us and they would eliminate our debts. And they would release us to walk in freedom. We ask, Lord, that we would be able to step into greater measure of freedom. That we would be able to be a blessing to others. Thank you that this is your promise to us. That you bless us. That we, in turn, might reveal your heart, which is a generous heart. And you bless others. So we want to come into alignment with your heart. And how you do things, that as you bless us through the cancellation of debt, that we in turn would be able to be involved in others having their debts being cancelled. So we say thank you, Lord, that we are stepping into a whole new season of generosity and of jubilee of debts being cancelled. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that this is your heart towards us. Thank you that the best is yet to come. We are waiting and watching with hopeful anticipation that it's on its way. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, bless you. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, we'll be in touch. Be back again tomorrow at uh, one o'clock. And if there are any other specific prayer requests, please do go onto our website and uh, fill out the form and uh, the prayer team will be ready to minister to you. And, uh, May you have a marvelous Monday. Bless you guys. Thanks so much for joining.